Oh shit! Oh no! Yep. I see us live. Oh no! Oh, hell yes! Oh, I'm sharing it. Why did I share it? Why did I share it? Oh no! Why am I sharing oh. this? Oh, this is happening and... live on Facebook. Yeah, that's okay. Is, that's awful. Come on. This is who's why on would... Facebook? Yeah, who, oh. who the hell cares, right? Who would see our faces and then click the sound button to hear our voices on top of them? Like, ugh. Yeah, we need transcription. Nobody wants that shit out loud. What? Should, should, we start the, should I start the show? At, well, I'm starting the show for you because you're you're testing feeds uh, with an improv scene in which you are my mother. All right, that's all you need to know, Mom. I'm your mom. Go, Mom. Mom, I'd like you to meet someone. Um, this is oh, my what? Who is it? This is my new mother, Mom. I, this is my new mom. I don't. Hey, I don't. What's up? I love the term "new mom." I'm like a car. I get driven. Yeah, you should. Let's we do have shots. been driving around. I've been taking her wherever she likes to go, and she spends time with me. I like to do me. shots. She is really this, is this one of your friends' moms that you're sort of like taken to, or no? I oh. put an ad out uh, about three months ago, and she an responded. Ad? Yeah, an ad for I said I'm seeking new parents. These have I done? So, have I done something wrong as a mother? Have I failed you? Well, I think. That's you're answering your own question there just by looking at new mom here. I love I, you, baby. Why is your new mom like 25 and wasted? I don't. That's, is that what you wanted? That's not the point. The point is she's Isn't there for cute? me. Our little baby's so hot. It's not, it's not our baby. You shut your mouth. Mom, Adults are talking. Mom, remember, this isn't one of those. This isn't that kind of a relationship. So, not I'm you. Mom. Sorry, I'm sorry, sweetie. I didn't mom. mean it. I'm so Thank sorry. You. I Thank always you. talk out of turn. No, that's you can you can speak when you want. She does. She does yeah. talk out of turn. She is so, allowed to speak. Yeah, I I have several questions, and um, they you all start do. with yeah. Well, uh, you're you're clearly an ungrateful son. And uh, I don't know if you know or not, but uh, I took the time to force Whoa. you from my loins. Way to way to play the victim, Mom. Uh, I think you're taking this and turning it inside out. Obviously, I need an if I if I'm searching for a new parent, then I, I oh I, I should be sympathetic. Is that what you're saying? I should be sympathetic to the apologetic. fact that you that you want a young, hot, weird mom. Which it's by the okay, way, it's mom. weird that she's hot. Age I is just a number. This. She you may know, be younger than me, but that doesn't matter in this scenario. Are you sleeping with? Are you sleeping with her? No, that's absolutely. Well, I mean, new mom, shut up for a second. I'm talking <laughs> to my mom. Aha! I am your mom. She's. I mean, I'm not. I mean, my old mom. I'm talking to old mom, and I don't oh, mean that in an okay, age. I don't way. like that title at all. You could really benefit from a ayahuasca colonic. Yeah, and that's why we came here to invite you out to the desert. We're going yeah, out. We're to... gonna do a ayahuasca. You're, you're gonna go. You're gonna go pump warm water and hot drugs into your anuses in the desert, and that's what you'd like to invite your offended mother to, to go do. It, oh my it god, is... your mom is so cool. She already knows. Yes, right. yes, so, exactly. That's so oh, bad. It's kind oh of my a god. ritual. It's a passing of the torch with ayahuasca and an enema bag. Can you give her like an etch-a-sketch or something just to keep her on the... Hmm. Mom, go go get a drink. And butts. Help yourself to whatever is <laughs> in the fridge. Alright, uh, that's, that's Matlock's new mom. 
There new you go. Sketch. Now, new now is a good now is a good time as any to kick off the uh, the whole episode. Why not? Hi everyone, we are the podcast records. Obviously, uh, I'm a- obviously, I'm Adam Aragon. I'll be your host today, along with two other hosts who I'll introduce shortly. Uh, you can find us online at podcastrecords.com or your podcast platform of choice, or oh. in your own mind. Just picture it. I like that you have to like plug the show before we are introduced. It's like. Because they're going to click off as soon as I stop <laughs> so, talking. And they're so gone. So now they're you guys are going to introduce yourself. At least I got the name out there. I got the website. <laughs> um, um, introduce yeah. yourselves before they go. All right. So uh, everyone, everyone, this is Stephen Thomas. He's uh, uh, one of the funniest stand-up comics and oh, uh, yeah. just people in general I know. Also, one of the whitest guys I know. And that white background is just making me look very, very washed out. And I apologize for Stephen's whiteness. He's apologetically white. Hi, everybody. Uh, Stephen, why, why don't you introduce Matlock? Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Stephen Thomas, and uh, the gentleman uh, residing in the shadows is Matlock Sumsteg. Uh, he is not as sinister as he appears. He's he's pretty cuddly, <laughs> but cuddly in the shadows. So Like a shadow yeah. cuddle, you know? Like a shadow cuddle, which is fine, I guess. Like a cuddle you don't see coming. Yep. Like a cuddle mm. that says, shh. <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep. Um, well, I know uh, everyone here Everyone here in the group is, is going through some stuff emotionally. We won't dig into that, but just uh, just acknowledging that, torn that up. Yeah, all of us have our hardships, and uh, I'd like to completely ignore that and switch to comedy. How about that? Yeah, we're probably most likely going through more than you are have yeah. forever will um it's not, it's not a contest matlock it's no uh, no but it is i mean okay. life life okay. is a contest i believe at least 60 to 90 percent of the world believes that and in which yeah. case we are winning all three of us on I, equal ground neck and neck I've, I've never felt more like your mother than this moment um <laughs> my you, personal you... troubles are amplified by the podcast unlike <laughs> we're making it worse live yeah, yeah. <laughs> For, for you, you. <laughs> for you people, yeah, we're sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Forty-five apology. Please That's scroll. What this episode I, is. I'm trying to scroll for you. I can't scroll. I, yeah. you have on, to let me do let it. me move your browser. I'm stuck. Thank you. Okay. I, I um. want to be that person. I don't. Just the way you just said that made me, for a moment, want to be the person. Trying to like placate an audience standing before a show that whatever the show is, it's just awful. I just, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Well, this is, this is like, and like for some reason, the they host... can't leave. They're like, well, we have to stay to get to the good shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so just stay. It's not going to be that much longer. I like they that. never like, practice. I've never I, seen them practice. I picture like a new like Price is Right like game show where the host is just like, these lights are way too bright. I realize that it's making this look like the set looks awful. They didn't finish. If you can see, I don't know if the camera's getting it up here, but there's no ceiling. The roofs weren't finished. It's I'm sorry. Yeah. So we're just going to move along to our yeah. first ke- contestant. Um, so what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I am we're so just sorry. we're just we're just a couple of people making a show, doing our best but failing. I just I and want there to be a bad performance going on, like a like a oh there dan- is people dancing poorly <laughs> to like a band that like is off we key didn't or something. We didn't practice. Yeah. <laughs> just we, me being like this was supposed to I'm be sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. They're not that good. 
Like, there's one couple, if you you see if you can find them, I make a game out of it. There's one couple that they're kind of good. I imagine that's really bad. I imagine that's the whisper disclaimer right before like a school play. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Sorry. Your children suck. Sorry. Your kids perfect. are all bad. Perfect example, exactly. Yeah. I we know did, you feel we... obligated to be here because you bore them we, into this. We world, all do. But they're yeah. so bad at acting. They want to leave. <laughs> My God. Oh, it's so. Hey, this is you want to join suck. us for a smoke out? Just, just try and laugh where it looks like you're supposed to laugh, and otherwise be silent. Yeah. Yeah, it should be the preamble, exactly. You know, uh, the quality of the performance is not why you're here. <laughs> yeah, it's not, sure. that's not what's important. And the, the integrity or performances of our performers <laughs> is not what's at stake here. It is your children. <laughs> We're and, uh, sorry you have to support your kids. I know we hate it too. And, um, and, and deeply from sorry. the school district, I'd like to extend my, my deepest apologies. Um, uh, you know, with with, that, without any further ado, here's what, Much Ado About Nothing by some fucking kids. By <laughs> your fucking kids. <laughs> your um, fucking kids. Yeah. Way to go. You. I'm sorry. I kind of dropped the whole thing at the end there. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like the Oracle, you know. <laughs> you could have been taking them to acting classes this whole time. It's your you, you could have fixed this. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want um, to do a school play. You think we want to do these? No. Idiots like you request them. Uh, it reminds me of um, uh, Actors Nightmares, and I don't know if you guys have ever gotten oh, yeah. these, but it's an actual thing that, that I've had like once a year. And it's because I've done one or two big plays where I, I had a lot of lines to memorize yeah. and there was stuff to do. And every nightmare begins the same way where it's like I get a phone call saying, hey, we're doing that play again tonight. Um, Be there. We need you. Um, Hope you remember all the lines from eight years ago. And then I'm showing up and like costumes are everywhere. (laughs) And like the whole time because you're dreaming. Right. And so like even if you could remember how the play went, your brain's like scrambling stuff. So you're like, oh, do I come in at this scene and it's already going on on stage and you have to like know when you're supposed to come in, but you don't remember like and all the scenes are different because it's a dream. Regardless, it's like it's this uh, this anxiety of like, am I going to have to improvise all my lines? Am I going to remember any of my lines? Do I have time? I don't to memorize anything. And then what's the audience going to think? Are they just going to walk out? Like, am I just going to like fuck it up for everyone else? Like there's all this stuff tied into this feeling of being thrown into the fire with very little to no memorization or preparation. Um, It's fun. I I love them. I recommend them. Do a big, couple big plays. Just so you can have that. I've done stand up a few times that way. I've gone to open mics uh, with no intention of performing with zero material and they're just like we need humans and like yeah exactly and i got up there and i was like i can't like i was in a mindset where i was like i don't even want to do my like old stuff like it was at a point where my old stuff i'd been doing it a lot i was like like just the thought of talking right now that saying that right now doesn't work so i just riffed the room and uh, a couple times it actually worked pretty well you know i I mean from what i've heard uh because i've never watched your stand-up because uh i I don't i don't it's not i I frequent professional establishments it's not my style of humor let's just say but i've heard many people say (laughs) that stand up or steven well, in general, just him <laughs> is everything. Um, my everything hate, about oh, my no, no, hateful no. brand of humor. We're in sorry. All, in, in all <laughs> reality, <laughs> sorry. 
in all honesty, though, I have heard many people comment on how good you are at, at like riffing the room and just uh, your yeah. banter. It's fun. Um, I like that. Yeah, like, I think not, Steve, not I think your Steven, jokes so much. Steven strongest. Jokes, yeah, no, but... I think Steven strongest with his banter. I think he's like... only strong with his banter. I would go so far to say that that's yeah, the only thing. I would that say he he's does, medium uh... strong with banter <laughs> and, and and major weak with with all other forms of communication. Even just talking, <laughs> even just even physical communication, you know, just like body language, yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, it gives the wrong vibe. It gives the wrong. Kids, <laughs> kids get un- kids get uncomfortable. Cops look away. It's weird. dogs start barking. Like, yeah. They can sense yeah. something's it's just, off. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's a whole vibe, and it's the wrong vibe. But uh, I think anyway, it's mostly all, all I want to say is that I love your comedy, and I'm Thank sorry. You. I'm so sorry. We're so sorry if you're watching this. We're so sorry. It's mostly to do with my smile. I have the. One of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta stop. You gotta stop doing that. Like you're at the dentist. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is Hello. a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing? I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop smiling. <laughs> I'm like an Owen Wilson Pez machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's creative. Yeah. I was in a, a high school production of a, the Christmas Carol, and I played young Ebenezer Scrooge, and, like a, and, a, <laughs> and, and you clung to that role for the rest of your life. <laughs> Still, you and, can uh, never drop it. You're a method actor. <laughs> we had a, a scale, with, and I was doing like uh, fake chocolate coins on the scale as I was doing my line with this girl, and like I was supposed to be like you know, greedy and ignoring my love or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't. And I just like I knocked over the entire scale, oh, <laughs> and it was like a full brass fucking yeah big, big clang. clang 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 clang. This is in a church. Clang 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 clang. clang. It, it, it fell on the baby. Jesus Christ! It fell on the baby Jesus. Cracked it right in half. Yeah, and all these it like major setup, right? Yeah, I froze. I couldn't do anything, and they, yeah, they had to be like. Leave me be. <laughs> Leave me be. <laughs> yes, that's how and humans talk. I just froze talk. again, and they're all. They fed me the next line, and I mm. did it. They fed me the next line. I had to be fed like it was like five more lines, and the scene was over. And everyone, they would like try to let me do it, and them all. Stage, <laughs> stage fright and locking up on stage is like some of the most intense fear I've ever had. Like I remember yeah. Matlock. Do you remember we did that one? Um, oh, I remember. You remember that? that up. No, you remember, I, don't I think remember it was. It I think it was either. the fundraiser for Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think we that were playing was with Shane, uh, uh, Mike we McShane, Mike McShane, and um, uh, the brownie from Willow. What? I, I just saw him in something. Yeah, day. I can't remember, but I know he. Oh, not uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Pollock. No, not, not Kevin, Kevin Pollock. Okay, the other brownie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, but yeah, the, so we were that, really nervous. Well, there was a the big brownie. Problem. Yeah, here. yeah, we had we had like one of the dudes from Who's Line there. Yeah, um, which was just mind blowing. Um, and then there was a particularly big crowd, and we had been doing bar prov with crowds of you know fifteen, twenty, 
you know, 50 at the outside. All like and, under 25 year old. Yeah, crowd, wasted, like, you know, half paying students. attention. Hey, I remember we Black I stepped out at this fundraiser show in front of like 500 people at an actual like big theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had been a long time since I'd done anything actually theater or stage or that many people. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, my heart just seized. And I was like, hey, we're. The world's enjoyed... biggest comedy duo, and weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you just um, it, like it, it all had your brain had to process how many yeah. people were in front of you. It, like, it, uh, it locked up for a second. I crashed and rebooted. Shows, nice. I've been doing shows every week almost, or every other week for years at that. point. I know, right? We just done like a hundred shows, and, and I was we... like, ah, oh, oh, people. Yeah, five hundred is a lot. That's yeah. a drastic shift. You're we like, did. Oh, uh, was it the size of the crowd that? matters? Yeah, before was it before or after that we did that fundraiser for uh, I forget who it was for. Um, wasn't wasn't it that was the a, one for? Oh uh, yeah, there was that other guy who did one. Yeah. Anyways, it was like that was the biggest crowd I think we ever played for. That was like a thousand. Is that the Raven Theater? No, it was a bigger venue. Or is like that at uh, the one in Santa Rosa on um, I just Mendo? It looked like an amphitheater. Like it, it was the biggest crowd I've ever been yeah. in front of, and we were only up for like five ten minutes doing just a couple random improv games, but like. Um, that and then they played Holiday Road. That was the oh yeah the theme song for. He was like it was all dedicated to someone, a fireman or a policeman who had died a while back, and like this guy had hmm. done this fundraiser, this kind of like benefit charity. Some, benefit someone heroic but poor. Yeah. Anyways, nice. uh, ah, the past. Let's relive the old <laughs> yeah. days. Let's Remember? all talk about our childhoods together, excluding Remember? everyone out there. Remember when we were funny, Adam? Remember when, ah, things, when life was funny? Life was a gas. You you were a gay Scotsman and I was your catcher. Yeah. <laughs> Back when you could say, be a gay Scotsman and nobody had to think twice about what was going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> you could, you could wing that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, that was another thing. It's like, I, I remember people looked down on us from the professional improv community. Like, we would get snubbed. Yeah, we were, we were bar prov. Like, that's what they, like, Press yeah. Democrat called us bar prov. Everybody had, the, they kept throwing Damn. that name at us, bar prov. You guys are yeah. bar prov. And uh, it was like, yeah, you guys just played a drunk assholes and yeah. kind of half-ass it. Yeah. And I'm sure we were breaking, like, up. we were breaking the rules of improv left and right because we were just training ourselves off of just, like, our wits and yeah we, we were going for the laugh people. like not the technique necessarily we hadn't we barely knew we were teaching ourselves the technique as we went along but we didn't necessarily even go by yes and like which is the main yeah. goal of, of just fucking winged it like, no <laughs> you're fucking wrong and then we take it in a direction but there's something to be said for like breaking the rules like half the time we broke oh, yeah. the rules and it worked yeah and it was it was to get a laugh and it got a laugh breaking yeah. the rules yeah right but it didn't make for a great cohesive story improv scene or well-developed characters, but made for great just jokes. Yeah. And especially at a bar full of drunk people, the yeah. kind of stuff that the it's, it's almost like ultra short form, like for like the ADD wasted crowd. Like you have to like hit the joke fast and hard, you know? Well, yeah, because at the time, bro. weren't you guys kind of, uh, I would say competing, but you guys were kind of performing uh, concurrently with, uh, the Sixth Street, Street improv. improv 
team, which oh, were yeah, more wasn't like much of, a, wasn't much of a competition. Traditional <laughs> and like thirty years your senior, all of them, and uh, but none of them professionals, and not started by anyone with any improv experience. It was a woman who had seen an improv show and said, "I want to do that," and right. she formed a group, and it was like a group of like complete novices. And yeah. from what I hear, a lot of them like because they didn't know what they were doing, they would train bad habits and behaviors. It's like they, we played against them every year for a theater sports competition. I the remember judges. Those, yeah. And, yeah. and dominate. Every year. <laughs> yeah. We dominate them, like, without really even trying, just being us, you know, and trying yeah. to be funny and make ourselves laugh. We would, like, get nines and tens, and they would get threes and fours. Their scores went down every year because they were getting worse because they yeah. were literally doing more of the same which was bad and then yeah. like doubling down on it every year so yeah. it was i think they, they were the opposite of us which is like they they would go so far on technique even if it wasn't funny and didn't work but it was referred to them as improv i was really going I for, for meth prov that's a <laughs> That's my next target audience. <laughs> yeah, just just dark alleyways, and sometimes yeah. there's people there. Sometimes they're fucking a little there's bit of some prov, some handjob prov. There's some uh, thing that comes up in Facebook uh, suggested like uh, thing I was supposed to like called uh, OK Methany, and uh, <laughs> wow, the, it knows the, you. <laughs> and the little and the little picture of it is like some fucking dude like in his forties or whatever, and it looks like it's like his mugshot. And he's got like a shaved head, like bald shaved head, but then like with this haphazard like blonde wig like on top of it, and he's just all huh. <laughs> but so, anyway, so yeah, I, I you know we we were like the dirty dirty dark secret of improv, you know. But um, I I don't know, like we we knew that we got laughs and like we had a blast. So well, it's dude when we when I think back to those days because it was like we were so unprofessional. We were going off pure talent and just like youthful and energy, and we were always just trying to like crack each other up. Which just if an audience is there and and we're any good at it, then they're going to be laughing with us. So we just brought so much youthful energy. I think everyone was jealous and we were breaking rules and we didn't know what we were doing, but our crowds were always bigger. And we had sometimes like for our Valentine's day shows or whatever, like people we turn out people the door. away at some shows, uh, people were watching from outside through the door. I remember there was a couple, there was a couple shows where they were packed to their rafters and there was a line outside. And I remember at one point they said, we have to cut off the line. We're way over capacity and there's 20 more people out there. We have, we, they turned them away. They're like, nope. You don't so. get this. <laughs> yeah. Should have got drunk earlier. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so yeah, we, we, we used to be funny and famous. Speaking of used to be funny and famous 20 years ago, I saw the state last night. Um, oh, yes. Their... Tell, me, tell me about how that went down. Uh, it's the uh, Breaking Hearts and Dipping Balls tour. Um, <laughs> Is that really what it's called? Yeah, and it's um, it's touring with um, oh boy Thomas Lennon, <laughs> Kiri Kinney, um, Michael Ian Black, right? Uh, Michael Ian Black, yeah. Um, the nice. redhead whose name I desperately need to learn now. Um, oh, I know. I, I always about. loved him, I, I but then he wasn't in much. Like they all went on to do other stuff, and I didn't see him in anything afterwards uh, i do love the the weird things they've been in because they what do they did the state and then viva variety and reno 911 or not reno yeah is it reno 911 yeah, and uh, um and then uh 
Stella and like they've been in like some of those people have been in like eight sketch shows. Yeah, not to mention all the movies, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh yeah, the David Wayne movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wet Hot American Summer. We just watched um they Kevin came Allison. together. Kevin Allison David, is the David Wayne's David Wayne. W a i n. I think that's yeah, is that the name of the director, right? Yeah, okay. he's, he's one of the cast, but he's now he now he directs movies. Nice. Um, but he, he did. Uh, models. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I I recently watched with a group of people. I, I had seen it, but I was inflicting on them. But they came together. Um, oh, that was which good. Is like, yeah, and it's like his, his send up of like a, a rom com, but like a parody of thereof. You know, Christopher mm-hmm. Maloney was fantastic in that when Every, he, everyone was in that movie was that the one did he didn't he like shit his costume oh yeah yeah he had the whole <laughs> somebody somebody went into the bathroom yeah. put on my discarded costume shit in it <laughs> took it back off and then left it in the bathroom for someone to find now who did this yeah come forward yeah <laughs> He's so just great. playing the victim all the way out the door, like yeah. just totally I can't believe incred- I can't believe someone would do that. It just that's a beautiful. <laughs> well, scene. no, that's the best joke is, is right after he leaves and the door closes after he like tries to milk it all the way out the door. Yeah. Is uh, J- oh, what's his name? Um, Jason Matsu uh, something. Anyway, one of the one of the characters in the in the room. Everyone's watching, and the obvious conclusion is like, okay, this guy's lying, and he shit himself. Mm-hmm. But one dude turns to like Paul Rudd and goes, "Who do you think it was?" <laughs> like Jason like, Manzukas. That's right, Jason Manzukas. Yeah. <gasps> Who do you couldn't think? Remember, it couldn't remember the name, but he's great. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun movie. I remember. Yeah, it had some highs and lows. I like the ten. I thought that was oh, a the, good, ten like, was the ten was amazing. I recommend. I can't. I couldn't find it to stream. By the way. Uh, I looked. At, I looked for it the other day, and I couldn't find it streaming. Yeah, I can't. Is see it called where the Ten or the Big Ten? It's called the, it's the Ten, spelled T E N. If you haven't seen the Ten, the Ten, um, it is like from the same crew as the State Rio Nine One One and all that. It's got Paul Rudd again, David Wayne again, and Marino, um, and it's, it's all about the uh, yeah, Ten Commandments. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a loose set of sketches, and it's pretty. It's, it's pretty it's great. Their version of a, a sketch movie like Monty Python's uh, uh, "The Meaning of Life" or uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, and yeah, Some yeah. Woman on the Moon. It's, it's like their Monty Python, yeah. Their, their sketch movie, and I love sketch movies. Like I even liked Movie Fifty Four or whatever it was called. That one that got horribly. <laughs> or movie I, I also inflicted that on people the other day, and they were they, they were none too happy. It's so dumb, but I, I like if you know that's the point, and you're down for that being the point. Like I thought that they, they, like whatever. It's one of those movies where you got to be in that mindset and and go like, yeah, I like just dumb for the sake of dumb. Yeah, no, I mean, there's like there's occasional <laughs> moments of brilliance in that movie. Comedy, the, yeah. the scene, the scene with uh, I think it's Kieran Culkin and Emma Stone. Oh yeah. Dude, I in think the, about in that the all the time. Grocery store where he like, puts his finger in her mouth and like they're just like saying the most filthy things over the intercom, like at a grocery store. Like, I always yeah. think the best acting is when you can cry while saying something ridiculous. And that scene, <laughs> she cries. Like that's what. Like yeah. I, I was like, I like her. She's a good actress because in that movie, she cries while saying like the stupidest line about like, <laughs> "No, you enjoy our Hep C or something like that. <laughs> It's like such a like weird, dumb, but, and my other favorite line would be from, um, uh, like that would be, uh, uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, Laura Palmer. She's like in the shower and she's like, I'm lost like a turkey in the corn. 
James goes, James goes, uh, you're not a turkey. Turkey's the dumbest bird on earth. And she goes, gobble, gobble, gobble. And then tears with intense realism. Oh dude, it's amazing. Like, and every time I like, I point to that scene when I talk to my girlfriend, I'm like, that's the best acting I've ever seen. She's like, it's so ridiculous. She goes, gobble, gobble. If you can pretend to be, if you can pretend to be a turkey, while having a deep, hard, emotional break. And she's got a <laughs> yeah. thousand yard stare while yeah. she's crying. It's an amazing, yeah. like, I, look that scene up if you can. Um, hmm. so we'll show it right now. Why yeah, not? I'll show a clip in the, yeah. uh, in the, in the edited show. Or saying gobble, gobble. Maybe a gif. There's probably a gif of that. I want it. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's yeah, hope. just look up gobble, gobble, see what happens. My favorite, my favorite. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my favorite gif to Actually, share right now. I made now. it sound like it was going to be a bunch of NSFW stuff. It'll be turkey cartoons. That's all yeah. it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Lots, yeah, lots of turkey it's, cartoons. It sounded scary, but it's not. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, long story short, the state, I uh, was really excited to see them. They did Porcupine Racetrack. They did a bunch of uh, a bunch of their old sketches. Um, uh, ben Garant and Michael Showalter aren't on the tour, so they couldn't do Doug. Um, one of the fun things they did was they were like, since we don't have Michael Showalter, if someone from the audience could come up, we'll give you a script <laughs> and you can wow. play Doug. And so they picked and it, they picked this lady from the audience. They threw a wig on her. They gave her a script. And um, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who goes to see the tour, but but they immediately like as soon as it gets to her line, she starts talking and then and reading the script. And uh, Ken Marino goes like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait one minute. Wait, if, if I could just give you a, like a couple notes, if you could just really like, uh, you know, bring a lot more to the, when this time when you do it, and you know, like, like, uh, just really dug it up, just really dug it up for this. <laughs> and so like they start from the beginning again, like back to one. They start over, and then she starts saying her line, and he goes, "I gave you one simple, di- I gave her one simple direction, one sell it, di- sell it, lady." And, like, the whole rest of the scene is just them talking about how much she's fucked things up and how oh, the whole wow. show is like so That's bad fantastic. now. That's and they're great. Saying and trying to like find a way out of it. It's it was really it was a fun. Do they shift gears, face the audience, and we're sorry? No, yeah, yeah. they should. Yeah. Had, they, had yeah. they seen this podcast, then yeah. they, they, they would have got the joke, and they would have done it. They would have known their audience had watched our podcast, and they were in on it. That's the only problem I had with the show. I guess it's not a problem. It's just they like, didn't anticipate our viewership. Well, that's the other problem. The main <laughs> plan problem. for us. No, it was just more like uh, I, I debated bringing my girlfriend because I love the state, but I was also like, nobody who's going to this show has n- is not already a diehard fan of the state, right? Like, it's going to be a show for fans. And even though they did redo a couple of classic sketches, which was kind of neat to see, but there's nothing really new with a couple of them. It's like, if you've seen the sketch, you've seen the sketch. Um, and they're missing a couple actors for some of the roles too. So, um, but had I brought my girlfriend, she would have been lost because there was a lot of scenes that were just like, "You need to know this sketch to understand what this sketch is." Yeah, saying, a lot, lot of self-referential, yeah. exactly deep cuts. I watched. I watched Porcupine Racetrack, and I had never seen that before. Oh, it's great! I love that. Was one of my favorites because it was so off-brand in a way for them and it was the most overproduced sketch that they'd ever had on their show and they were like mtv told us not to do this but we really like it so we did it anyway and it's like you can see how like mtv would be like you want us to give you money to do what like, like, right. like a twenty thousand dollar idiot race <laughs> which is the whole 
it's the whole the whole point yeah yeah it's decent it's decent yeah yeah there's i judge it i'm judging but you know i'm on board the problem that I have with the state, how you can currently watch it on Paramount, if you want to watch it, they have all the episodes. But when uh, when it was originally on MTV, they had the rights at the time for the music that they used in all other sketches, including Madonna or Smashing Pumpkins or whatever. And then it was they had a best of tape that came out, like an hour and a half long VHS tape best of, you know, and that was it for 10 years, 15 years. You couldn't get the state other than yeah. a VHS tape. It was, it was hard to find. A lot of 90s shows like went that way. I agree. This dropped so off. And At the time, I bought a $150 copy on eBay. I saved up and bought a VHS tape. Someone had recorded four to six hours of state episodes. Like nice. I remember back in the late days of VHS, you could record like up to four. You could long play record and you could. Oh, play. yeah four or six hours on a tape anyway so i've watched this tape over and over again until it's worn down and then finally i guess it was maybe like 15 years ago they released uh all their sketches on dvd um and they had to replace all the music and so i'm so familiar with like a smashing pumpkin song scoring the sketch or whatever and then it sounds like somebody just did like an off version of that wrote like a similar sounding song with no lyrics or singing or anything and yeah. it just rings so hollow. And like Marvin yeah. Gaye, you know, they used to use Marvin Gaye. That was like Barry and Levon, two hundred fifty dollars. They, they did that with uh, Barry Mar- Mar- married with children. Yeah, um, they got rid of uh, Sinatra. Oh, oh, right, that's right. Yeah, it was yeah. around yeah. the same time that they were doing love and that. marriage or whatever. My yep. problem is that they waited twenty years to release their stuff on a DVD, and all they had to do was have someone do a shitty song underneath 19 years ago. Like if there was any rights problems, like maybe they were fighting for, Oh, we can still get maybe Madonna for another 10, 10 years. We can use this. I, it was ridiculous. I think it, uh, I'm glad they all went on to other successful stuff. Like Reno 911, I think is a brilliant show. Um, even today, I think it's one of the most brilliant formats for comedy improv that there's been on television. Um, I'm gonna I'll, I'll shake things up here with a little bit of improv. Oh, please do. I'm um, all right, uh, Matlock. I have a scene for you. Um, Talk for this, twenty minutes about the state. Yeah, could you? Thanks. And that and you're done. Um, now uh, this is uh, I, I I borrow this from a fellow improv troupe, but um, I like it. So I want you to give me Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Forgot to prep anything and just has to wing it. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, Steven, you could be the victim. We're not open yet. Um, can you uh, well, come back and... How do I get out of here? Things? Hello? Hello? Oh, Where's that voice uh, coming that, from? That door locks automatically. I'm sorry, you're locked in now. Um, okay, What's what, what are you going to do to me? I, that's up to you. Uh, <laughs> I, what, what do you think I should do? What have you done? What have you done? I like getting <laughs> let go. Uh, that's great. Uh, that will probably happen if you first tell me. What games would you be scared to play? Scared to play? I Well, huh, huh. Really, really making her do all the work. What's, what sign are you, first of all? Can, you, can I get your driver's license? I'd be so scared to play Run Out to My Car. 
I'd be so scared to play that. We're going to play a game. It's called... Oh, actually, is there another game that you'd like to... Something where you don't escape? <laughs> and the, pause. The, the All right, is, there we go. That's, that's Jigsaw. I have, forgot to prep anything. I have... Uh, will you pick up that rock and hit yourself with it? <laughs> <laughs> Hold it above your head. Hold it above your head. This one here? <laughs> yeah, well, no, the bigger one. The big... If there is that... It's oh, heavy. that's a shoe. That's a shoe. I could, I could... I mean, you know, I could be nice. Sure. Okay. Another scene for Steven and Matlock. Here we go. This one is uh, busy musketeers trying to schedule a duel to the death. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, you know, Tuesday doesn't work. I have a <sighs> cottage that I need to renovate uh, for okay, a friend. Okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I just but, need to get this done by end of week. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Me, too. I want to get this taken care of as soon as right, possible. Right. So you what know, about my, my honor, you slept with my wife. It's my hmm. honor. I have to kill you soon. Good. Like, if I did it a month out, people would look at me funny. Like, exactly. does this guy actually care about his wife? I cannot continue to sleep with your wife and have you be alive. So I feel the same pressure. I did not bring my white gloves today. <laughs> I... Do you knew, have... You've known about this ever since I had sex with your wife last week. How do you Listen, not? I mean, crazy. I know you're distraught, right? So many well, emotions, but it's a duel. Everybody knows you bring white gloves. You bring you one know, big okay. gun with one little bullet. Come on. I, under, I understand. You, you bring Listen, your friend and you're slapping where hand. we are. We're on a fucking hillside. You, you don't even <laughs> find a level piece of crown. What is okay. it? I'm supposed to... Oh, great. I guess I'm downhill, huh? Fine. Can I, great. Can I level with you? I, I wish you would have. Uh. Well, okay. I get that. But... Um, Hill joke. I get it. It's funny. Funny. I'm just... It I'm, is. Uh, trying to get this out. My kids, you know, we've got five children, right? They were crying and screaming the whole time outside the bedroom door while you were fucking my wife. And um, yeah, it's, I know. they it was have a been... One's teething. The youngest is teething. Two, mm. two, the, both the youngest. One's ending mm -hmm. teething, one's beginning. Um, mm -hmm. Don't ask me Am I dueling works. them? I don't think so. I'm just saying it's been crazy. I haven't been sleeping well. And right. Buzz. There we go. Um, hey. All right. Um, I'm going to have... Good job, luck. you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So uh, let's see. Um, the world's absolute worst description of Arbor Day. It's the worst uh... explanation of Arbor Day. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Arbor Day celebration. I'm so glad everybody was able to make it out and on time. That's good. That's really good. What's this about? Right. So I've been asked that a lot today. <laughs> what is Arbor Day? And Yeah, we want to know. Right? All right. Tell us. And that's what I'm here. I want to bring the truth. I want to enlighten you all. I want you to know what... Reach. Arbor Day is all about because how can we show up to a celebration and not know what we're celebrating? That's ridiculous. Arbors have been around since time immemorial. Without get to the point. I without arbors, where would we be as a society? Lost is where we would be. What's an arbor? arbor? An arbor by my side. <laughs> I don't think. I could face each day. And so in closing, remember, <laughs> hold fast to your arbors and don't, don't, don't ignore them because they 
could develop scales. What are we doing? Yeah. There we go. I have to cut you off at develop scales. There you go. Thank you. I like how you just personified arbors into like a like a class of people. Yes. <laughs> ah, arbors, the finest of citizens. Remember Today the arbors. Today <laughs> is the day for the arbors. This one, this one's a grab bag. Anyone can jump in, like a scenes from a hat, which is something that's never been said before. <laughs> After I get this peanut butter out of my ass, I'm accepting the Nobel Prize. Come on in, the lava's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sleeping with her, and yes, she's dead. Do you like a bloody penis? <laughs> I wish they had more gay M&Ms. Are, are your dogs, can I make them pregnant? I mean, are they fixed? Are they fixed? Are your dogs, can I then make them pregnant? Wow. <laughs> I guess he was getting by on pure, like, breaking up the vernacular. There. I, I mean, that's just helps. Rearranging the helps. words like a series of blocks. <laughs> Tell me, can you street how to get sesame? <laughs> Johnny watch runny run ball fence. Yes. Neighbor eh? mine, won't you be 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 be? Yeah, see. Just, hey look, sure. there's Mr. Rogers making love to a Wolverine. I'll bet this giraffe could fit down my throat. <laughs> Do it. Nah, someone has to have said that. Someone has to have said that. Before. Come on. Come on. Really. Come on. Um, I never want to stop shitting. Never. I want I want another bag of Rush Limbaugh flavored gumballs. If there were pee here, I'd drink it. Yeah, someone's definitely said that. Yeah, no, you're right. But the, but we're out of pee. Nobody ever said that. <laughs> However, there is no pee, and it's very sad. <laughs> I will never urinate again. Has anyone said that? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, all I know is this show just got more and more highbrow. Well, we have negative viewers now. I told you. Yeah, there's actually yeah the, the people are are taking back their view and and uh, reporting us and and uh, un unvisiting. Yeah, please Let's take I've... me to the gas station. I haven't eaten yet today. I got a I got a question. <laughs> I would like to eat all the food at this Seven Eleven quickly. <laughs> Put it all in my mouth, woman. <laughs> One of everything from the vending machine, please. <laughs> Put it all in my mouth without unwrapping it. <laughs> this gasoline tastes like ass. <laughs> now someone said that. Huh? <clears throat> uh, this, this, uh, I have a topic real quick uh, to bring up. Does anybody have a story of like their worst stage experience? Not theatrical, but I guess like in, in front Didn't of a we comedy do that? crowd. I bombed. But listen, on um, what I'm thinking of is like an, an experience I had where I saw audience members actually walk out. Because oh, of, oh, like like the worst reaction to your. I guess so. Just like something that bombed so hard that your audience either reacted negatively throughout the rest of the show, or someone left, or something went like that wrong. Um, hmm. My example I'll give real quick is uh, I was in a scene with a, a friend of you know an improv guy who tends to do like poop humor and we've been trying to train him out of it and in fact it was like he was trying his stop best. shitting on the stage well let's just stop making like as soon as it would go there he would just keep it there and that was like his realm of expertise so it was hard for him to like pull himself out 
he was doing yes. good about not bringing stuff up. Well, I went to go sit like I was sitting on a park bench reading a paper to start a scene, but there was no bench, so it looked like I was squatting reading a paper, which made it look like I was on a toilet. And then he started taking pictures of me in the scene, and then it was like it was a modeling shoot where I was on the toilet. And then pretty soon he had me like smearing shit on myself. And then within like two minutes, the whole room in the scene was like smeared with shit and people who were entering the scene were supposedly slipping on it. And like people got up in front of us and started walking out. And I was like, I'm sorry. I swear the next scene will (laughs) be better. Yeah. It was was one of those I'm sorry moments. Sorry. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Sorry. We can come back in a minute. He brought it up, and I had to take it and run just, with it. We, we crossed a line. Time. We see that now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're, we have regrets, and we're going to fix it. And restart. And, yeah. and stop that. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the buzzer, just stop it. <laughs> Everybody stop. Everyone apologize. Right now. We're sorry. Okay. Let's just start the whole show over again and just... Take it from the top. <laughs> Everyone pretend you didn't see that. Strike that from the yeah, record. Could, could you all just, yeah, blank, blank it out. So, um, uh, you guys now, do you have any stories? To no, every oh. performance of mine has been sterling. <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. Every time Steven's gone on stage, there's basically like a holy emanating glow from him. And, and the audience stands, the audience stand there stupefied. How sterling. I've had sterling people man. get up and leave during my show, uh, but it wasn't yeah. out of outrage. I think it was just out of ambivalence because I was bombing and they were just like, well, good time to go to the bathroom. And I didn't blame them at all. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. I'm not doing well. The only thing that springs to mind was, I think it was when I was doing the, um, I, I was hosting the open mic comedy night at Hot Monk mm-hmm. um, and uh, in Sebastopol, California, for those of you not listening in this uh, area. did a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, we, we all did. Um, yeah, they're going to find us. Um, you can dox us at <laughs> podcastrecords.com. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was I was doing the, you know, I was just acting as host. And occasionally when I was host, I would try a stand up bit, you know, like um, just yeah. like a like a 30 second, you know, something or other, like a joke. I would, I, was one. I, would yeah. I, I would I would wing it. And I would try to, like, provide some humor in between as opposed to just saying, like, that's Ted and here's Jeff, you know, like. Right. Um, so. I, I had a couple of those just get, let me I, I, I had a couple of those just get complete silence and crickets, which is uncomfortable enough. Well, but I, I remember funny. one time I, I did it and the joke didn't land and I was like, ah, and I moved on and like it wasn't the end of the end of the world. But about two sets later, I went up to like do the in between, you know, thank you to them and introducing the next person. And the minute I put my foot on the stage, one guy in the crowd went, Oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> That's and I was like, it's a, and I, I looked over, I was like, it's a small room. We can all clearly hear you. And I saw you. <laughs> it's not like you have the anonymity of the crowd. Yeah. It's like, you're right there. I see Thank you, Thanks, sir. Brian. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, Uncle wow. Dave. <laughs> As you can see, my dad's here tonight. See? <laughs> <laughs> if only you were that funny. No. I'm funny about a couple years late, and then it's hilarious. Yeah, you know what makes me want to leave a room when I see like an open mic is if me. I tell is it me? Other than you, okay. Is uh, when you're hosting. No, uh, it's when somebody looks like they don't want to be there. Like it's 
stage fright, I feel like there's an empathy that you would as an audience oh, yeah. member. You, you want them to succeed, yeah. If they look like they don't want to be there, you're like, I don't want you to be there. Like, I don't <laughs> want this you guy. to yeah. put yourself through this. I don't, I'm not, I'm not forcing you to. Why are you? Like, please don't hurt yourself for me. Like, please yeah, don't hurt d- yourself. Disinterested, for negative, like, shitty behavior when you're doing a role or a bit or comedy. It's like... Which, and that usually comes from overthinking and being in your own head and afraid of the audience hating you. But every time I've seen a new comic go up with fresh material, like they're not playing to the Blues Brothers biker bar crowd. You know, there's no chicken, chicken wire fence or anything. And like they'll be scared and they'll be like this, far, be. this far away from the microphone just going, um, so I had an idea that like maybe. And the audience just <laughs> You guys ever like, heard yeah. of airplanes? The whole audience will be like, yeah, what? We're we're listening. Oh, oh I kind of heard that joke. Ha ha! Oh, like, he's trying. Yeah. They want you to. You're talking see. about local open mics. Yeah, yeah. that's what oh, I'm sure. Is. I mean, any any cares. open mic is a local open mic, probably. I don't know, man. I used to do open mics down in San Francisco at the Brainwash oh. Cafe, and people were not uh, that nice. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, if you I were bombing, if you were that. nervous, people were like. Come on! <laughs> I guess I, well, that's 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 where, that's where you get your chops, right? It's like Kill Tony yeah. or something. Have yeah. you ever like, seen Kill Tony? Like the guy from the, the guy from my crowd went to that comedy club and now goes and this fucking guy. Yeah, right. yeah. So uh, what's that about Tony? Kill it's, Tony? Oh, Kill Tony! It's a show. Um, uh, who's the guy who did the Comedy Central roasts <clears throat> uh, all the time? Oh. The, yeah, the bald guy, uh, Jeffrey... Uh, Jeffrey Ross. and yeah, Jeffrey Ross. Uh, See the guy I, that does the roast now? Yeah, Jeffrey Ross. It's a pod, It's another podcast, a better one than this. If you're watching sure, it, yeah. switch better, better produced, funnier, and I like more guests. Basically, I've grown to give, really like him in the years. And yeah, so he comes on. It's They're basically a panel of judges who have like a, a, a big crowd, and out of the crowd, people come up and do like... I think they get 30 seconds to do, you know, of, of their material. Something. And they basically get roasted by the judges. And if they suck, then the whole audience rips into them and the judges rip into them and interview them a little bit after they're set. And you'll see like a wide variety of like talent range, you know, somebody who obviously is delusional about their amount of talent. They think their jokes should be killing the the audience just doesn't get them, you know, and that's, I think. The fun moments is when the judges just go like, dude, you should find a different career. Like, this is not for you. <laughs> You're so <laughs> wrong about how good you are. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the fun of the oh, show. That's, that's the worst, by the way. Like, people in their place, you know. And then, oh, like, I the, used to the, go to shows with people like that, and they would, like, they would blame the crowd. They were yeah. often the ones that uh, were loud, were often mm-hmm. too loud for the room, where I would be like, yeah. we're in a back bar room we're not yeah. in a fucking not, not, re- not reading the room right yeah like yeah no room uh awareness whatatsoever airplane food am i well, right well, well the most painful yeah. conversations i ever had during that time was like yeah with comedians who think they're great and are not like that's that's rough because you're like i mm. <laughs> You've dissociated from reality, so I don't know how to interface with you. That's whenever that's, anybody tried to a- talk to me about comedy or whatever after the show. That's I was always just like, well, I like what I like, and that's nice if you liked what I like. But I'm not about to like, you know, I'm not going to sit here talking <laughs> shit. Fuck you, I'm never I'm changing. Fucking... Scream, Stephen from the rafters. Yeah, you know, like I always just tried to be like very like quick to re- like get you know oh thank you i had a good set at a local show in santa rosa great okay anyway, <laughs> you know i'm not fucking whatever like uh, but i knew people like that i do shows with people like that who just like 
backstage, like other local comics, like comics that come up from San Francisco a lot of the time would uh, kind of be standoffish towards us. You know, I'd be like, I live here in Santa Rosa. And they'd be like, oh, that's nice. You know, and you're just like, <laughs> Good oh, oh, I see. You think the host is like doing me a favor or something. Like, I'm not like, I didn't get sought I'm after like you. you or right. something. Yeah, you're not, a, you're not a real comic. You're someone's nephew. Right. right. I don't fucking it's drive all comedy. over the fucking Bay Area until three in the morning, six days, six nights a week. You know, trying to get discovered. I'm like, no, you I don't. do local bar comedy. I see. Yes. Right. It's, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're a local comic. That, I've actually been told that. Oh, you're a local comic. And I'm how just like, you? I guess One I'll day. never go anywhere. Right. Cool. I'm having fun. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't lose sight of your dreams, <laughs> but have a plan B. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, a, and a C and D because those probably won't work. It's out. gonna be a rough ride. Yeah. yeah. You're doomed. You're doomed. Is what I'm saying. That's why I stayed on the corporate path. <laughs> and, and despite the death of my soul it's paid off <laughs> it's paid in riches at least i'm not starving and i have a roof over my head unlike yeah. if i did come. I, i'm keeping not one but two humans alive stephen thomas everyone there's what i was going to say is there's people like that in every industry right like people who just have no idea that they're not good at what they're doing and they just have like this, maybe it comes from insecurity. You're overcompensating in the opposite direction by just believing. Oh, maybe it's, it's a, just what, like was it cognitive dissonance or something like that? Yeah, when you, where you're just like, oh, like well. You I, think you're a better singer than you are or whatever. And those people become your boss sometimes at a job just because they're oh, so yeah. confident. They sell other people on like that they know what they're doing. But it's right. like you're not watching them. You're not seeing all the things they're doing wrong. And, yep. and you can't tell them they're doing anything wrong because they believe that every choice they make is the right one. So yeah, it's pe people who have no introspection and no sense of, of stopping and thinking about what it is they're doing and whether or not it's right or wrong. Like, you know, some people just push forward with bravado and, and false confidence. And if you're one of those people and you're listening to this podcast or watching us right now, I'm not sorry. I'm yes. not sorry. Yes, I, fuck your I, you deserve every boring, unintelligible minute. So, of sometimes this I wonder if, if I'm that type of person, but then I stop and don't think about it. Oh, uh, well, I can tell you right now. Um... <laughs> no need. I got it. <laughs> That's like your... I, I know I'm great. That's like your therapist's like catch-all. He just injects that every like five or ten minutes. Stop. Don't think about it. Yep. Keep going. <laughs> Stop thinking. Yeah, stop. Yeah, Don't yeah, think about yeah. it. Thinking too much. Continue. <laughs> Barrel on. We are <laughs> fixing lots of problems right now. <laughs> God damn it, stay on track. <laughs> a lot of unimportant speed bumps we're, we're just glossing over. Here, here at Aggressive Speed Therapy. Um, <laughs> did, I, did I ever, I think I've told you guys about uh, my, favorite, my, favorite old, uh, my favorite old Tracy Ullman show sketch where she... Uh, Oh yeah, it was called The Simpsons. It was that cartoon that they oh, had on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if that ever caught on. No. It was so funny. Yeah. She, it was her, and uh, I think it was Harry Shearer or somebody. Uh, or no, no, it was a uh, Katz. It was, it was uh, Doctor. Oh yeah, Doctor Katz. Yeah, uh, and he played a therapist in the sketch. Actually, it was a live that. sketch yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, she played this like Australian stunt woman that like needed to go to therapy and like. I don't even really get the. I, I think the premise is like Australian people are just kind of like overconfident, like, kind of stupid, but overconfident or something like that. But like, <laughs> so she was like, she goes it's in, a she's good day. like, 
So, good day, talker. So, I've got these real problems, and I've been just like, I've got these real issues, you know, and I don't know who I am anymore. And I, am I two different people? Am I, I don't know. I'm really, I've lost my mind, and can you help me? And he's like, sure, sure, I'll help you out. So, the first thing you got to do is just accept that you have a problem. And she's like, you're right. My <laughs> God, I do. I have a problem. Thank you, doctor. You're a good doctor. She like reaches and shakes his hand. Oh. Out the fucking door. He's like, wait, wait, no, no. What are you? We're not. We haven't even. Oh, what? what? We've like, had, we've had a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you fixed me. You're you're amazing. And she's like, no, wait. That's oh boy. Oh, it's so good. It just keeps going like that. Like he'll say one sentence, and she's like. <gasps> miracle worker. <laughs> it's so good. Um, all right, so she's short, short, short of enacting uh, Tracy other scenes Allman, from other shows. I mean, that I, I'll have to say. I just Tracy, want to say, Tracy Ullman and Wanda Sykes are mm-hmm. two comedies most underappreciated. Uh, I mean, those are the two. Some of the two most. Uh, uh, to my mind, underrated casualties of a fucking fucked up mm-hmm. misogynistic entertainment industry. The like, male like patriarchy, like kept them. No. I mean, she had her own show, and it was great. And it, it was Simpsons amazing. Spawned from it was it. inspired. So where did she go? Like she yeah. brought the Simpsons to us. What did we ever give to her? Right, and then she got forgotten, and that show was amazing. Like those sketches were, yeah, yeah. Well, the there's a lot yeah, of other women sucked. too. No, the I'm women from uh, the two actresses from Absolutely Fabulous, like you know, right. so Jennifer many Saunders like strong, and... uh, uh, strong, talented, comedic uh, women just never, you know, it sucks. Quit selling all right. the women. We're sorry. We are. Yeah, we're yep. sorry um, for all. Sorry, this is three three white middle aged men letting I you know. This is our bad. I hope this makes it up to you. I'm like sorry. we're really yeah. sorry for all. All right, and with them. that, we are at time. So this is probably uh, my fault somehow. As soon as we start apologizing for our wrongs to women, it's always time. It's time like, to go. Oh. <laughs> it's true. No, you're right. You're right. No, no, I realize now that my oh. previous statement. Uh... Look at this. It's misogyny o'clock. We have to get going. Um... Oh, I would apologize, but we're out of time. I'm sorry, yeah, ladies. It's, Maybe it's, it's, it's almost men 30. I got to go. Um... Yeah, we got man things to do. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Too important for women. Oh, God, we're garbage people. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, well, aside from being garbage <laughs> Aside from being garbage people, we are also the Podcast Wreckers. You yeah, can find we us online on our website at podcastwreckers.com. You can also punch that name into Facebook and find us on Facebook. It's crazy how that works. You know what, Adam? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and just cancel us right now. I think it's it, just before anybody else does, I'm just going to call it. Oh, you're, far, you're far from the first. We've been canceled every episode. Oh yeah, we'll be back. I mean, all men, all white men are able to come back re- with relative ease. Yeah, I mean, we could just ride our privilege back over the fence. No It'll sweat. be fine. Stop recording, stop recording, stop recording, stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> shit, run, pull, shoot, pull, shoot. <laughs> Too real. Uh, all right. Th- thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you to Stephen Thomas. Thank you to Matt Luxemsteg. And thanks, uh, b- thanks, barely man. thank you for Adam Aragon myself to hold it together. Uh, we're the Podcast Wreckers. We love you and good night. Hey, I didn't say I love anybody. Oh, well, what's your feeling toward the audience? I love no one. Okay, audience Stephen. is an audience. Mm-hmm. What's your feeling toward the audience? Oh, uh, high five.
Is that a feeling? Is that a feeling?